Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director, Jim Smalley. The cleanup continues on farms in southwest Saskatchewan, quarantined after a bovine TB outbreak, mostly in southeastern Alberta. Dr. Rick James Davies with the Canadian Food Inspection Agency says farm testing is completed, but lab testing can take up to 14 weeks. So in Saskatchewan in particular, we have, uh, we have seven, seven farms under quarantine. A couple of those are what are known as the infected premises. So those were animals that had direct contact with the known uh, confirmed positives from Alberta that occurred on community pasture. So those, those animals have now been depopulated. Um, we have further samples from them into the lab to, to see, to confirm if we indeed had further spread or not. We have um, um, a couple of the other remaining farms are what are called trace-out farms. So they have links based on, on animal movement over the past five years. The testing on those farms is now completed. Those tests uh, resulted in some samples going to the lab. Tuberculosis is a is a slow diagnosis. It's a it's a tricky bacteria to isolate. So those tests can actually take up to 14 weeks until we're completely finished. Uh, but but the the work on the farm has now been done, and and those samples are off to the lab. Um, and then um, one of the other farms was what we call a um, direct contact low risk. Um, and the um, the again, so that that herd was tested. Some of what are called the reactor animals from that made their way into slaughter actually just last night, and um, so we'll be waiting from, for some results from that. So, so we're we're making really good progress on the farm with the testing, with the depopulation. Um, the the farms that that were um, uh, what we call the infected premises will now move into the next phase, which is cleaning and disinfection. Uh, following that, and what's called a fallow period, so a you know period of weeks with no activity on on the on the ground, will be will be in a position to start releasing their quarantines and, and letting those folks get back to business. Um, and then our next phase of the investigation is is what we call the trace in. So that's asking ourselves where did animals that found their way onto that initial farm. Uh, where did they come from? Uh, what farms in in Western Canada through the sort of through the normal marketing chain? Uh, so we're just starting that work now. Those represent a much lower risk. Um, it's it's much more uh, you know where might it have come from? And um, you know the majority of the time those all turn out negative. Um, that's sort of the, the the nature of tuberculosis. Um, and so we'll be um, as we as we get a little closer with our final plan, we'll be kind of communicating that to the producers and, and reaching out to those guys. But it's a it's a far less uh, onerous testing process for those farms, so uh, far less disruptive to their to their operations. When do you hope to have all quarantines lifted? The quarantines in southern Saskatchewan, the vast majority of those should come off by uh, late spring, early summer. Um, and then this other round of testing that we call the trace-in testing, that probably won't occur, start happening until till the fall. We we you know we try to match our um, our testing with with normal production cycles, and as I say, that's a that's a much lower risk category. So we're you know guys are busy calving right now, then their animals go out onto pasture. Um, so we'll we'll let that process occur, and and we'll make arrangements to uh, to do some of that those follow up low risk testing uh, in the fall when they regather their animals. How many animals had to be destroyed or depopulated in Saskatchewan, and how many in Alberta? So the the entire um, event was was approximately ten thousand, 
And uh, the Saskatchewan component of that was in around 1,000 to 1,200. Dr. Rick James Davies is with the Canadian Food Inspection Agency. The Saskatchewan Beef Industry Conference wrapped up last night in Regina with an awards banquet. The 2017 Saskatchewan Livestock Association Honor Scrolls went to Bob and Marjorie Blacklock from Saskatoon and Bob Jackson from Canistano. Also being honoured were Ted and Olive Perrin from Swift Current. Today there are several livestock marketing meetings including Livestock Marketers, the Saskatchewan Livestock Association, the Saskatchewan Cattle Breeders Association, the annual Saskatchewan Angus Association and the Saskatchewan Limousin Association board meeting. A series of grain marketing seminars in rural Saskatchewan are being sponsored by an investment advisor with PI Financial in Winnipeg. David Derwin says all farmers are welcome to attend. The focus is on uh, a grain marketing workshop and it runs throughout the afternoon from uh, 1 o'clock to 5 o'clock in the different locations. And because we're uh, focusing on grain marketing, we've got three speakers. Uh, All of us have got... uh, uh, various backgrounds as it relates to marketing. Interestingly enough, we're all from Winnipeg and we all have some very strong connections to the Winnipeg Commodity Exchange uh, floor when it was open and running. So uh, the the basic uh, premise is we're looking at covering off a lot of topics from you know different contracts, from commodities, uh, futures, options, um, different grain contracts that are available like minimum price contracts. Then moving on, to how they fit into an overall farm marketing plan, different strategies that can be used to basically try and uh, protect revenues and get uh, higher revenue prices for your crops. So it's going to be looking at markets as well, different uh, charts and patterns and signals that we see as opportunities and pricing opportunities to take advantage of uh, some better prices. So it's kind of an all-in grain marketing workshop. The seminars are being held in Swift Current this afternoon and Saskatoon tomorrow. Derwin says about 30 farmers attended the seminar in Carlisle on Monday, another 50 in Yorkton Tuesday. A native prairie restoration and reclamation workshop will be held in Regina in two weeks. The manager of the Prairie Conservation Action Plan, Kayla Balderson-Burak, says the workshop will be held February 8th and 9th in the Queen City. This workshop is a bit different than past years. Uh, What we're focusing on this year is not only native prairie restoration and reclamation techniques, you know, what's the latest, greatest techniques out there, but how those restoration techniques can lead to species at risk recovery. So that's what's going on this year, and we have about 30 incredible speakers lined up, so it's very exciting. So tell me about the species at risk that you want to help protect. Uh, What are they, some of them? Yeah, for sure. So there's a few species, different, a few different species being talked about at this workshop, including uh, native bees, bats. Uh, we have a couple species of bats that are endangered, that are at risk on the prairies. Uh, we also have a couple presentations about piping plovers, which, which are an endangered shorebird in Saskatchewan. And we also have a couple presentations about how uh, proper grazing and management and ranching management techniques can lead to uh, better habitat for, for grassland songbirds and greater sage-grouse and, and those sorts of things. So quite a variety. So a key part of this, though, or a large part of this, is talking about range health and soil remediation? Yeah, there's a few sessions on that, and it's really just a really good overview of how how soil remediation and different techniques involved in restoration reclamation uh, itself can impact things like uh, soil compaction and the spread of invasive species and how this is all really intertwined with restoration and species risk recovery. So how does someone who wants to attend this Native Prairie Restoration and Reclamation Workshop, how do they go about it? 
Uh, they can go to our website, which is www.pcap-sk.org, and there's a registration page there right on our website. And there is a fee. There is, yes. Our fee right now is $275, and that includes your full two-day registration, a banquet, and all your meals, and, and all that fun stuff. There's a trade show and a poster session to take in as well. What's all in the trade show? We have 15 different uh, organizations coming to the trade show this year, which I think is our biggest trade show yet. So we have a couple seed supply, uh, native seed suppliers, consulting companies, industrial companies, some non-government organizations as well who take on some of this restoration work uh, for us. So it's a really good variety of, of booths at the trade show this year. Why hold a workshop like this? Why hold a workshop to, for native prairie restoration? It's a really good question. This, uh, the need for this workshop was uh, arose five years ago when people were really expressing the need for a local, a very technical workshop for local people uh, on the Canadian prairies to talk about the latest and greatest restoration techniques, what works and what doesn't. It's very hard to find these kinds of very technical workshops at a local scale that are affordable to attend. So that's what we're, we're that's why it's important for sure. The Native Prairie Restoration and Reclamation Workshop will be held February 8th and 9th in Regina. The Market Update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola fell $1.80 at 474.92. Oats rose 71 cents at 175.90. Number one red spring wheat went up $2.22 at 218.62. The rest were all unchanged. Durham, 297.90. Feed barley 136.14, flax 498.55, yellow peas 304 dollars. Feed wheat 147.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, March wheat is up three and a quarter cents at 560 and three quarter cents a bushel. The livestock report on the source 620 CKRM. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of January 24th. The slaughter cattle market has picked up slightly. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.88 cents to $0.98, cents, with the odd sales up to $1.03. D3 cows sold from $0.75 cents to $0.88. Cents. Good butcher bulls sold from $1.05 to $1.20. We sold close to 3,000 head here yesterday, and the prices were the highest they have been anywhere this year. Once again, Weyburn is setting the pace for everyone else to keep up to. 300 to 400 pound steers averaged $2.19 and sold up to $2.41. 400 to 450 pound steers averaged $2.31 and sold up to $2.41. 450 to 500 pound steers averaged $2.21 and sold up to $2.41. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged $2.13 and sold up to $2.26. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged $2.04 and sold up to $2.15. 600 to 650-pound steers averaged $1.94 and sold up to $2.09. 650 to 700-pound steers averaged $1.86 and sold up to $1.99. 700 to 800-pound steers averaged $1.75 and sold up to $1.86. 800 to 900-pound steers averaged $1.69 and sold up to $1.73. And good steers over 900 pounds averaged $1.56 and sold up to $1.69. Heifers are about 25 cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were a load of 500-pound grasser steers at $2.26 a pound, a load of 550-pound black steers at $2.14 a pound, 
A load of 600-pound black steers at $2.02 a pound. A load of 650-pound black steers at $1.95 a pound. A load of 700-pound black steers at $1.84 a pound. A load of 800-pound exotic steers at $1.73 a pound. A load of 900-pound exotic steers at $1.69 a pound. We also had a group of 1,000-pound exotic steers that sold for $1.64 a pound, which equals to over $1,600. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. This is the Hams Market Commentary for Thursday, January 26th. Hams sold 6,100 hogs Wednesday, selling in a range of 155 to 157 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 5,500 heads, selling in a range of 155 to 156 per CKG. Number one sours delivered to Winnipeg this week will sell in the range of 57 to $73 per CKG live weight. Cash hogs today are called steady to $1 higher, while lean hogs are trading lower and the Canadian dollar is down 15 basis points, trading at 0.7634 cents US. Cash hogs yesterday were up 7 cents per hundredweight, while the cutout was up 96 cents per hundredweight. Jim Smalley's Agro Weather on The Source, 620 CKRM. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly cloudy, clearing late this afternoon, wind west 20, the high minus 5. Clear tonight, the low minus 8. Tomorrow, sunny skies, winds up to 60 kilometers per hour near noon, the high minus 2, the low minus 8. Saturday, a mix of sun and cloud, the high minus 2, the low minus 3. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high plus 4, the low minus 2. Monday, partly cloudy, windy, the high plus 1, the low minus 11. Tuesday, sunny, the high minus 8, the low minus 16. Wednesday, sunny, the high minus 11. Normal high is minus 10, the normal low minus 22. The sun rose at 8.42 this morning and sets at 5.41 p.m. Round the province this hour, Estevan minus 14, Saskatoon minus 10, Swift Current minus 6, Weyburn minus 12, Yorkton is minus 8. In Regina, cloudy minus 10, that's 14 Fahrenheit, west at 10, giving a wind chill of minus 15. Humidity 88%, the barometer dropping 102.4. Cloudy, Moose Jaw, minus 4. Winds are from the west-northwest at 17. Once again, Regina, cloudy, minus 10. That's 14 Fahrenheit. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.